0: Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday the 11th of May. Economists are having to spin what was, after all, some fairly dull inflation data from the United States yesterday. It's all very well the more sensationalist media breathlessly declaring it was below expectations. But was it really? Expectations are a pretty imprecise measure... This was basically what economists thought was going to happen. That is rather the point. From the wild misses of late last year, inflation has become more predictable. That hints, only hints, that profit-led inflation may be just starting to fade. Profit-led inflation is, technically, a temporary reduction in the price elasticity of demand caused by narrative economics. Or, put a more comprehensible way, it's duping consumers into paying higher prices by selling a good story. Profit led inflation is not common, but when it does happen, it does not fit the models that economists use, so forecast errors tend to increase. There are perhaps three key things to take away from the US inflation data of yesterday. First, the collapse of transitory inflation though widely predicted by economists, is really quite remarkable. Major household appliances are now experiencing the most dramatic deflation or price collapse in the history of the measure. Television prices have had negative year-on-year inflation for 14 straight months. Second, inflation pressures are clearly waning. Measures like the trimmed mean inflation are signalling that more and more prices arising by less and less. Third, this is, at the margin, supportive of a soft economic landing. If your household is one of the millions that owns their own home, real income or spending power is better than consumer price inflation indicates. If If your household is one of the millions that is not buying a used car this year, real income or spending power is better than consumer price inflation indicates. One aside in all of this data deluge is that the regional variation in inflation is still very significant. Swathes of US households are living in areas with inflation below the 4% number. New York, Los Angeles, Long Beach, etc. Bad luck if you live in Florida. Miami's inflation is over 9%. Ahead, we have US producer price inflation for April. This is the pricing power that exists further up the supply chain, and it's pricing power that most companies face. It is important to note that profit-led inflation is less likely further up the supply chain. A purchasing manager is less likely to believe a price hike story when at work than they are when wandering the aisles of their local supermarket as a consumer. Producer price inflation should therefore be lower than consumer price inflation. China, meanwhile, has offered consumer and producer price data for April. The figures were both lower than expected. This is of no relevance to international price pressures other than the weaker domestic consumer price inflation was in part due to price discounting on consumer durable goods. That hints at softer demand for goods, the reopening of China's economy does seem to have a bias towards service sector spending. In the United Kingdom, the Bank of England is to decide on interest rates, and the consensus expectation is for one more hike, perhaps the last hike. The bank is dealing with an economy that has more interest rate sensitivity than most international economies, and as mortgage interest rates reset, the bank will be concerned about the lagged effect of past monetary policy tightening on the spending power of households that have a mortgage. It is worth noting, however, that a majority of homeowners in the United Kingdom do not have a mortgage. That's all for today. Have a good day.